Hey everyone, we're back with the District 3 Podcast, episode 156. My name is Irvin. Um, today I'm joined by a good friend who's actually be on, been on the podcast, I believe, twice now? Or is this, your, is this going to be your second time, I believe? Uh, it's Dr. Diana Gonzalez-Worthen, who is currently Democrat candidate, state rep for District 9 in Springdale. Thank you for joining us again, Diana. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me again. We did this right after I filed February 22nd, yes. and it was, you know, that was just the beginning, and now here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, joined the, uh, you joined the group of, of two-time uh, visitors to the podcast, and I'm glad you're here, and I'm excited to hear, you know, just an update on, on what you've been doing with your campaign. You're running for District 9, which is, um, is it the only majority-minority district in the state? No, it's not the only one. We do have 11 minority-majority districts in the state, and okay. they're African-American. Oh, yes. Okay, and uh, right. they're like in the central part, southern part of the state. However, District 9 is the first majority-minority Latinx or Latino district okay. in the history of Arkansas. I think that's what I had in mind. And can you, for those that don't know, can you explain what that means? Yes, Um so as you know, Springdale has grown tremendously since the last 2020 census. And so we grew like 30,000 people, you know, mm. plus, which means, which, which meant that we gained a legislative seat. So there are 100 state representative seats. And so prior to that, we were one less seat in mm. Springdale. Now we have an extra seat. So this is the first time because of our growth, we have a, they had to draw another district because of our growth. And so House District 9, the majority of the people that live in House District 9 um, are Latino or they're, mm. they're Latinx, Hispanics. And so um, the neat thing about House District 9 is that um, it is the most, one of the most diverse districts, yeah. more than likely in the entire state of Arkansas. Um, as far as culture and language, um, the majority Latino um, the second, Marshallese. Mm -hmm. um, the third, uh, growing population, mixed race. We have a lot of mixed race families um, and uh, multiracial families. Mm -hmm. um, however, we have a multitude of languages spoken. The, the Springdale Public School District is the most culturally and linguistically diverse district in the state. It's also the largest district in the state. So we have a lot of diversity in this district. And yeah. As an educator of 35 years, uh, the other thing that really is dear to my heart is that we have 14 schools mm -hmm. <laughs> represented in House District 9, and I have worked with all of those schools in, at some point in time, including mm -hmm. working in Springdale at, at, at one point in my life, in my career. One of the things that I talk about all the time is how, um, you know, a lot of the times people run for office, mm -hmm. a, a lot of the time you, if, if, if you're seeing that candidate for the first time, um, you don't recognize them because you may not have seen them at any kind of event in your community or anything. Um, so it's like the first time you're being introduced to them whenever they're running for office. You have a history here already. Like people have seen you at Arkansas every year. People have seen you at, at events for the Hispanic Women's Organization. Um, how do you think, do you feel like that gives you an advantage as a candidate, the fact that you're, you've been so visible for so, for so long? I think it does because it allows people to, I mean, when they see me, like when I've been knocking doors, there have been 
several times. Uh, I'll knock a door and, I, and they'll say, oh, Viana, mm. <laughs> you know, and so they already know me um, because of my work in the community. Mm. And so um, and I think that's important. Two things. My background as a teacher, I'm a science teacher, high school science teacher by trade. However, when we moved to Arkansas 26 years ago, um, I was still teaching science, but because of the growth in the immigrant growth in Arkansas, being like the third largest immigrate, immigrant growth in the nation, um, there was a big need for um, English as a second language and for students that were moving here from across states and across um, countries, um, they were learning English. And so English as a second language became, you know, was there at the forefront. And so I taught ESL biology, teaching mm -hmm. science through language, um, or language through science, I should say, um, in Rogers. And mm -hmm. so because of that, um, <clears throat> I've my teaching background has involved working with different cultures, different languages, yeah. assisting teachers and educators how to work um, and teach, instruct kids who are learning English or mm -hmm. kids who are from different cultural backgrounds or working with families from different cultural backgrounds. And so um, I have that experience as an educator, but then also being involved in the community, having um, started helping, um, having co-founded two organizations that, that are alive and well um, mm -hmm. and have been very much, you know, involved. So, yes, I think that that definitely helps. I'm not a stranger to the community. Um, mm -hmm. People have seen me um, um, and they've seen my work and I feel that my work speaks for the type of work that I want to do in the legislature as well. So I don't know if this is true or not. You can tell me if it's not. But I was with Marsha Layer yesterday. Yes. Uh, she was interviewing me for the Prior Center Project. I think she interviewed you for it, too. Mm -hmm. um, and she mentioned, because I, I, I was joking around with her. I was saying the only time I get a call from Marsha Layer is whenever there's parent-teacher conferences and they need some <laughs> translators to show up to translate to all these different schools. Um, uh -huh. And she said, she was like, you know, that, that, that was actually Diana's idea to do that, mm -hmm. to have all these translators, you know, during these parent-teacher conferences. Is this true? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, it is. Um, and actually what ended up happening, it, it, you know, there was, there was a, a demand for, um, you know, because of the, of the, the number of uh, parents who, who were um, learning English, okay, Be, because of the number of English learners that were present in the school, um, there wasn't, and we didn't have very many bilingual teachers, still don't, you know, yeah. but we're building on that. Mm -hmm. And so how do we do that? How do we effectively help, you know, parents um, interpret, you know, we needed interpreters. And so um, I actually started with a small grant for students to help interpret. And we actually had like 65 plus students across the district helping wow. with parent-teacher conferences. However, that was really not the thing to do in that um, we found out later that we really shouldn't have students because they're minors, okay? Yeah. And this is academic information and sensitive. Mm -hmm. So we really needed to move that quickly to adults. And when you work in the community, you pretty much know who you can count on and mm -hmm. who's bilingual and who would be willing to do it. And so between... Uh, Papa Rap and I, we mm. pulled together in like probably within uh, 15 minutes a list of like 30 people that we knew <laughs> yeah. that um, we could ask and ask them if they would if they would like to um, that we're there's a need for for interpreters for Springdale Public Schools since we had already done the training and 
uh, prepped all of the students. It was just a matter of taking that information and then training all mm. of the adults. And so, yes, that's that's what we did. It was initially through a grant, and then and okay. then having adults uh, come in and community leaders and adults that were bilingual that wanted to help. So okay. we were very much, yeah, we were at the forefront of that to make sure that parents were informed in their native language about the progress of their kids with how they're doing in school and how they can help them. I feel like I've been to every school now, uh, <laughs> translating. <Yes>. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Marsha hits me up like twice a year, I believe. So when I have a call from her, I'm like, it's parent-teacher conference time. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's a good experience. Um, I think this Last time I went to, is it, it might have been Lakeside, I believe. Mm-hmm. Lakeside Junior High. Yes, mm-hmm. and there's another. There's what's what, what are those two schools that are next to each other by Sonora? One of them's a middle school, one of them's an elementary. Sonora Middle School and Sonora Elementary. The last last time I went to I went to the uh, Sonora Middle School. Okay. That's my last place oh, where okay. I went, and I met the teachers over there and stuff, and and uh, they have a lot of a lot of diversity yes, in leadership do. in that school, which yes. I thought was really cool because I saw like. In the office, there was like six Latinas in there, and I was like, "Wow, you know, yes. from where we were, whenever, yes. whenever I got to Springdale schools to this, it's like, wow." Yes, and you're you're beginning to see that more and more, and and I actually that was my last place to uh, to interpret was this this spring mm-hmm. uh, parent teacher conferences at Sonora Middle School, <laughs> so okay. I was there as well, um, and I get Marsha calls me as well, so okay. and if I and if I can, I'm I'm there, you know, I that definitely understand that the need the need for that so this time this time <laughs> around um you're running for the district nine once again i want to remind people that that's in springdale not everybody in springdale can vote for this uh race specifically but a good portion of folks can so check your um your ballot your sample ballot on voter view is it dot org i think it's dot org um, yes voter dot ar ar dash nova.org okay. but if you just do voter view ar yeah. or voter view arkansas you'll you'll see it pop up i think even voter view if you just google voter view it's like the first link that yes. pops up you yes. just put your first and last name and your date of birth yes. and you scroll all the way to the bottom yes and your sample ballot is there that is correct yes your sample ballot you can pull it up i've even seen when i was voting um when i voted on saturday i saw people getting out of their car with their sample ballot in uh, hand and going inside. And I thought that so was cool. really neat. Yes. So. That's so cool. Um, so you've, you've already had uh, a candidate form and uh, it's important to point out that your, your opponent didn't show up. Um, yes. I, at that moment, you know, when you see that, because whenever, whenever I ran uh, for state rep, my opponent did show up mm-hmm. and I guess my opponent was a little bit more of a conservative moderate um, how does that make you feel as, as, as a person that's running for this important race? You know, you're going to end up getting paid a certain amount of, of good money um, if, if you're elected in this position or if your opponent were to be elected in this position. And it's an important job. How does it make you feel that you show up, but your opponent doesn't show up? Well, I think I, as far as how it makes me feel, I mean, I, I think it's important for us to be there at these forums. Um, it allows the public to see, you know, what what's in our hearts. What are we going to be doing? How are we going to represent our community? And when you're a no-show, does that mean you're going to be a no-show when it's time to vote on a, mm. on a very important bill that's being introduced? Yeah. I mean, you have to be ready for your, uh, for your constituents. And so um, I, I just, I, I think that that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at the same time, it, it's happened another time, like with interviews, like we've had, um, the newspaper has been covering the candidates in each of the yeah. districts. And so one of the, the last ones that came out last week, I believe, um, uh, she didn't return calls for an interview. So, mm. uh, so that's like, that was the second time that I'm, that I was aware of that. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's important, very important to be there so that, you know, it takes, it takes time to put together forums and the, and the forums that were being, um, they were being done by the League of Women Voters, a nonpartisan, um, you know, organization. They're wanting to make sure that everybody understands both sides, yeah. uh, or three sides in this case, with the Libertarian candidates who did show up, who yeah. uh, there. And so, um, I think it's very important for the public. So, yes, I, it's it was unfortunate, but you know, what it do is you what do? it is. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know why we don't, uh, as a community, draw more attention to that, to the fact that. Uh, a lot of these conservative politicians aren't showing up mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. some reason. Like, it's it's a job interview. That's We're right. supposed to show up to ask you questions and see yes. what you're going to do. I understand that not everybody, not everyone knows everything. Mm-hmm. I know I don't know everything. No. And there's times where I have to tell people, let me do some research and I'll come back to you, right? And people need to show up because ultimately you're literally going to be getting paid uh, money and and have to have the responsibility to listen to your constituents, mm-hmm. even if you don't agree with them right. and what their viewpoints are. Yes. And I think you're the kind of person that uh, listens to everyone. You might not agree with everyone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you're at least willing to still show up. Yes. You know, and you understand the importance of that, which I I admire that you do that. Thank you, thank you. I and, you know, and it's 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 not always easy to to show up to some of the events. You know, mm-hmm. uh, however, you do it because. People need to see you and they need to ask you questions. I mean, and, yeah. and I and I love how you just said it's like a job interview mm-hmm. because it certainly is. So do you and I know we don't we don't put a lot of emphasis or a lot of importance into like identity polit- politics at all. Right. But um, I mean, if elected, you'd be the first Latina uh, state representative in our um, well, not even state representative elected official, st- mm-hmm. statewide elected official. Probably uh, no, there's a there's no we have we have a. Uh, Latina elected officials um, statewide uh, uh, not statewide no like not, Washington not, County not Washington County JP yeah. Yeah. but not um, I see what you're saying not not statewide this would be in terms of a state um, the state legislature mm-hmm. yes this would be the first time that we have Latina representation and I and I like I said not putting too much importance into it because I know that there's people that from all ethnicities some are good some are bad mm-hmm, you know some mm-hmm. uh, pass bad legislation some mm-hmm. pass good legislation but you have a history of doing good things in the community and I feel like a lot of people trust you that you're gonna do good so I think it this becomes a little different and and becomes a little bit you know even more inspiring to see someone uh, eventually become the first person and do good work and represent and then just kind of show people that it can be done, yes. right? I think yes. the ground that you can break in this race mm-hmm. is so important. Yes, and um, hopefully, yes, I will be that first Latina state representative, but I will not be the last. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely will, as a teacher, I definitely would want to help teach others um, yeah. who have the desire to run for office and they're passionate about serving their community and want to do good um, by their community. Um, I would definitely be able to assist them and have done so um, this in, since my first time that I ran. Mm-hmm. This is the third time that I'm running for office, so mm-hmm. I'm serious about third wanting time's a charm. to help. Yes, wanting to help my community, <laughs> and yes, as they say, third time is the charm, and hopefully that will be the case. Um, 
And um, if not, then definitely I've helped to pave the way for others mm -hmm. to do that. And so I, like I said, it won't be, I won't be the first and I won't be the last. <laughs> and, you know, for me, going back to what you just said about helping people, I don't know if I mentioned this in the first podcast that we did with you, but you were very helpful to me whenever I ran. Mm -hmm. And um, I look back at it at times because I, I do feel, you know, when you ran, you were creating a blueprint uh, for how to run as a Latina mm -hmm. in, in Arkansas. When I ran, I was doing the same thing. Um, and, and, but I had the guidance of people like you. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of guidance from other people, you know, and there's people that should have probably tried to help me and they didn't, you know, but, and so I always look back and I remember, and I'm appreciative that you were able to, you know, uh, put time aside to help me, to support me from the beginning. Uh, I remember when I was, uh, I think I was registering people to vote outside the civic center yes. and you showed up. It was like right when I was just starting, you know, yes. I saw the picture the other day, I looked like a baby, <laughs> such a baby. I was like 20. Three twenty-four years old. Yes, um, and I had less gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey it's, it's 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 with with age. We all we are we're all aging here. But um, I think it is important what you just said. Win or lose, that whenever someone else runs for office that mm -hmm. seeks your guidance and your support, mm -hmm. I know that we're all busy, but we have time to help you know, and support and to at least give some advice. I know I do that since the point that I ran going forward, you know, with Alice, with Mayra Carrillo, with all these different people, I try my best to provide uh, the knowledge mm -hmm. or what, that I got with experience mm -hmm. and, and give them a heads up on certain things that are going to happen so it doesn't catch them by surprise like it caught me a lot of yes. the times. Yes. Um, and I think it's important that, that we do that, win or lose, you know, continue. Um, and I think hopefully, you know, we're here for many more years and we're able to provide that guidance for yes, people. Yes, and, and I think I think it's really important because we, we're all like, you know, you ran. I was so proud when you ran and wanted to help you as much as I could. Mm -hmm. And and I do see that in the future again for you, Irvin. <laughs> so um, yeah, in the future, I'm not sure when, but I do see that. If Myra in the lets me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but anyway, um, no, it was it's very it's been quite an experience. And um, and yes, you have when you run for office. Yes, you have to be passionate. You've got to put in a lot of time and effort. Uh, you know, it's it's nonstop. Um, it's like having another job, mm -hmm. essentially. But. Um, at the same time, also accepting that there's going to be someone who wins and someone who doesn't win, you yeah. know, and so recognizing that and just giving it, you know, your all, your your 100 percent all. But definitely I will be here, um, be here as long as I can to assist others definitely. along the way. So definitely. Yes. And how has it been so far? Like, what have you what have you been up to in the campaign since the last time we spoke to you? Well, um, of course, raising money, that's part of it. Um, so, and we're doing our last push for that. Um, and of course, knocking doors. And I think the, my favorite part, that's the favorite part of the campaign. My yeah. favorite part is knocking doors because you can go, you never know who's going to be behind that door. Mm -hmm. And could be an angry dog sometimes. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it is an angry dog. That happened to me yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to, uh, there was a, you had to go around the side to, to get to the door. and 50% of the time it's an angry dog. Oh my gosh, this was, a, this was an angry Doberman. Oh, no, <laughs> and it just scared me to death. But anyway, I uh, I just stuck a little card in the mm. door and, and then went on my and merry way. <laughs> yes, it. that was not going to take a chance. But, but at the same time, um, you know, because of the diversity in our in our area, you know, I can 
knock a door and it's a, um, you know, a senior citizen, um, native Arkansan, been here, you know, five, six generations, and awesome to talk to, Get getting a little bit of that history. That happened to me yesterday. Mm. Um, as a matter of fact, I, uh, where you live, all of that property mm-hmm. is owned by, by the, the gentleman that lives right down the road. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's, and, and he is just, he, that conversation could have gone on for hours. Um, and just so, so nice. And then, and then you know, another voter, um, you know, maybe they are um, Laotian descent. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and then another another door I knock, and they're Latino family, you know, um, or maybe another door, and it's the the parents are not, uh, their residents are not citizens yet, so they can't vote, but their kids can, you know, yeah. or or their or their nephews and nieces can, you know, so you just never know, or if it, it may be African American mm-hmm. uh, families or even mixed race families, so that is. That has been just really enlightening and fun because you get to see all the diversity that's in the area. And so um, and the themes of the campaign, you know, things that I would like to to do and focus on are themes that that the public and the community has said we need this. We need more access to education like pre-K classrooms, you know, like um, like going to college, especially first generation. And, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't matter if it's across the board, you know, that first generation student can be any from any background and it's hard. OK. Yeah. And so um, we need more access to health care, you know, affordable prescriptions, you know, affordable um doctor's visits and the like um more access to resources for mental health for for us to have uh, good mental health and to recognize the signs and symptoms of somebody who may have a mental illness or they might be in a mental health crisis how do we help and guide them so that they can have a very good quality of life um and then finally um for you know for us to have good paying jobs oftentimes that involves going back to school taking uh, some more additional classes Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's very difficult what i have been telling people and they totally get it and they they totally uh, you know are with we're we're together on this and that is because of the diversity in house district nine people are not afraid to work Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay you know that's what we were all taught Mm -hmm. you know work until the job's done right Mm -hmm. um we're not actually used to taking breaks okay (laughs) i don't even know what a break is so um you work you work until the until the work gets done so we we know how to work we um are passionate about uh, taking care of our families family is everything and so when you have that in your community and then it's very important you see your community kind of like as one big family you know one big extensive family and so you just want to do whatever you can to make sure that all families are served Mm -hmm. and that they all have access and and because we are multicultural and multilingual in house district nine diversity is our strength Mm -hmm. because we can compete globally yep you know um we have people from all over the world that live in springdale house district nine and and we just need to continue nurturing those native languages and the different cultures because, you know, who knows, that just might be our next, um, you know, our next CEO that's going to be going back and forth to Mexico or, mm-hmm. or you know, going and leading um, El- someplace in El Salvador or, or uh, in, in Laos or wherever, wherever the case might be because mm-hmm. of the diversity. Yes, and um, election or election day is coming up yes. next Tuesday. This will air on Friday, so... You'll still have time to vote today, Friday, 
uh, Monday and Tuesday. And Saturday. This Saturday. Oh, and Saturday. I forgot about Saturday. Yes. And in, not Sunday, right? No, not Sunday, but Saturday, and this will air on Friday. So Saturday, um, there is one uh, voting early voting site in Springdale, and that's at Elmdale Baptist Church, mm-hmm. 1700 West Huntsville Avenue, okay. um, next to Elm, Elmdale Elementary. And on Saturdays, they're open from 10 in the morning until 4 p.m., and for and then on election day, November the eighth, seven thirty to seven thirty p.m. in the morning till the evening, um, the Springdale Civic Center. A lot of people are familiar with the Civic Center, yeah. so that's a really good place to go and vote the day of the election. Um, I just really want to stress to if early vote if you can. Uh, yeah. When I early voted, I was the only one there to vote, <laughs> so the, there was not a long line, and and that kind of makes it nice because you go in there and you're you're ready you're ready to go. Take mm-hmm. take five people with you, and and you know maybe go and and have a soda afterwards, you know, yeah. because you voted and you exercised your your uh, your right to vote. Um, vote. And it, vote early to avoid those long lines. And also, you don't know what the weather's going to be like. Mm. We've had some bad weather here lately, and we're going to probably, you had mentioned maybe there might be some coming up. And so mm-hmm. if you can vote early, you can avoid that. And and then if you're a first-time voter, um, don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated um, uh, about voting for the first time. And if you go to my Facebook page, Diana for Arkansas, I have two little mini video clips there showing you how to vote and and i and i did these uh videos and so you don't have to worry about it being um scary or anything like that so just kind of follow that um urban mentioned to go to voter view arkansas um you can uh, see other voting places but also looking at the ballot and that's the very bottom of the page Mm -hmm. and then i did want to mention that um, I will be on Saturday. There's a big event in, in Springdale, downtown uh, Shiloh Square. Yes, El Dia de Muertos. And and I will, uh, Diana for Arkansas is a sponsor of that event, and we will be there. Um, I'll have a booth there, and I would love to meet as many voters as, mm-hmm. as I can and answer questions and just another opportunity to meet to meet um interview me for my mm-hmm. job <laughs> okay. right and that's this saturday so this yes. airs on friday the next day you'll, yes. you'll be there at the other muertos event yeah noon to seven okay. that event so you can go and vote and then go hey. to the event or or come to the 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 event and yeah. and then meet me and then go vote well there <laughs> so, you go there you go and then on on Tuesday, um, if, if you're going to go vote, once again, if you're going to go vote at the Springdale Civic Center, uh, Diana will have a base uh, there yes. at the uh, Imperial Center where you can go ask questions or, or any, and I'll, let, I'll let you talk mm-hmm. about that. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to have um, Diana for Arkansas headquarters. It's going to be at the Imperial, the Imperial Event Center, which is behind the Civic Center mm-hmm. on Old Missouri Road. Um and so we'll be phone banking there all day, but also we'll be uh, knocking some doors and answering questions. Okay. So feel free to go. We'll be there all day. And then in the evening, we plan to have a watch party so we can watch the, the results, the election results come in that evening. Sounds good. So first time voters, you have questions, stop by the base. Um, the, if, I'm not sure if Diana will be there the whole day, but her team will. Yes. Probably myself included. I'll <laughs> yes. probably be there as well. So you can come ask questions and, and in case you have any concerns. Um, and if you have any questions about how to vote, um, Dr. Diana Gonzalez-Worthen has a video on her Facebook where she does like a step-by-step mm-hmm. um, about how to vote. Just in case you have any questions, you can probably comment on the video as well. And either Diana or her team will probably follow up with you on that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I'm excited about election day, Diana. Thank you. I'm excited about you creating history, about you being my next state rep because I'm, I'm in the district. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? yes, and we're neighbors, so and your neighbor like, will be. <laughs> and it's full circle. When you, yes. And I brought this up in the last podcast. You know, you ran first. I ran. You helped me. And then now you ran. I support you. And hopefully you're elected. And then, like, we can kind of break these barriers for for people of color. Yeah. Um, yes. And specifically mm-hmm. focused on the Latino community there and saying, hey, look, it's doable. Mm-hmm. Diana did it. You can do it too. And we can continue to support and mentor the next generation of people that want to run for office yes. or, or just want to be leaders in yes. the community. Yes. Um, so thank you for your time. I'm excited about Tuesday and uh, make sure you all go vote for Diana. Thank you. Thank you so much, Irvin, for having me. And yes, so we'll see. We'll see what happens on Tuesday. And, and if anybody wants to help out on the campaign, um, just visit visit the website, uh, dianaforarkansas.com or okay. the Facebook page, Diana for Arkansas. Sounds good. Well, thank you all for your time and for listening. That was episode 156 of the District 3 podcast. My name is Irvin signing off.